0: If you like a lot of football on your YouTube's Hold and Give, welcome to this Hold and Give football podcast special. It's a special episode because I am a special boy and I'm a special boy who has a special birthday, which is today as this podcast goes live. So understandably so, I'm not working. This is Ross and Jack Atkins from the past. How are you doing, Jack Atkins?
1: I'm I'm alright. Thanks Ross from the past. are you enjoying turning whatever age you are turning? I'll... That was crap. I don't even know. How are you? I'm alright. I'll be turning I'm turning thirty one today, everybody. So
0: we're doing this little placeholder podcast just to make sure you get some content coming in your ears. Oh the Hold Gift football podcast coming in your ears. Well not when the listener comes first though, because that, that'll be disgusting.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, I'm just thinking of Chorley FM now. Um, exactly. Are you, are you going out for it? I'm, I'm, I'm taking it away from Corn. Are you going out for a nice steak dinner for your birthday? I've got a surprise day
0: planned by the GF, which stands for girlfriend, two separate words. I don't know why I'm going. I've asked for a present this year, which I never normally do as well. Yeah. I've asked my mum and my girlfriend to cobble together for one of those fancy Apple Watches. And I don't even know why I need one. But I was on holiday recently, well, on a stag do recently. And out of like 20 people there, I was one of like four who didn't have one. So I'm getting a bit of FOMO, even though I don't know what they do. I think you can answer a text on there. But who texts
1: each other these days? Do you know what you can do with them, though, Ross? You can look at pictures of dogs while you're in podcasts. Really? Is that what you do? Pro- uh, probably. I don't know. I haven't got one, but I can oh, imagine you could. Fair enough. Anyway. <laughs> if, what are... if you can't, then it's not worth the money. I know, it's not worth much, but that's why I want
0: someone else to buy, just in case it's a flop. <laughs> anyway, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, what she doesn't know won't kill her. Anyway, it's Jack and Fiddles with his microphone. We here to answer one big question today, and that simply is: what is the greatest Premier League eleven of all time? Myself and Jack Atkins will agree on a formation together, and then position by position, we'll go through and select what we believe collectively is the greatest Premier League eleven of all time. It should be an easy pick, Jack Atkins.
1: What in terms of the formation or the the eleven or that the whole shebang? The whole shebang. Oh. Well, I've actually I've done some prep. I've written down two 11s in two specific formations, and put down like the first ones that come to my head. So we'll see. We'll see how uh, if we are indeed on the same page.
0: I am completely raw dogging this one, baby. That yeah. sounded well, dirty this- coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I've come prepared yes. with no stats, no figures, no nothing. am I'm, sp- I'm, I'm I'm telling you this team from my heart.
1: Well, this year, I didn't even go into I didn't go into stats. I didn't even go into left foot, right foot or anything like that. Again, went with the heart. But you're 30 going on 31. you still got all your faculties. I'm 58 years old here. I've got to write things down now. <laughs> hey, I've abused this
0: body for the past. Well, ever since I was 18, it's been a slippery slope and it gets steeper and steeper each and every year. But I'll tell you one little spoiler for my team. Ryan Giggs, nowhere near it.
1: Ryan Giggs is nowhere near mine either. He gets away
0: with bloody murder, that man. I mean, oh, that's a weird thing to say. On football pitch, I mean, on the football (laughs) pitch, um, because he was obviously part of the dynasty at Manchester United for all those years. Mm. But if you look at his facts and figures, year on year on year, I remember they were doing it on Sky Sports, weren't they? Like picking the, the combined 11 of the... Treble-winning team of 99 for Man United and some other team. Was it the City team of this year? Yeah. I think it was. And obviously Jamie Carragher was making the very good point. If we're basing this just on the treble-winning season, Ryan Giggs only got like three or four goals or something the entire campaign. You can't put him in the team. And everyone went, Acker Pot, as we say up here in Newcastle upon time. They went radio rental. And I was like, yeah, fair fair enough. uh, He shouldn't be in there. He's overrated.
1: (laughs) One thing I have stuck by as well is I'm going on players based on their time in the Premier League. So, for example, like Andre Shevchenko, great player, apart from for Chelsea. So for that reason, he doesn't make it, for example. Yeah, I
0: agree with that one. You see, we're off to a fantastic start already. Right. The formation. I will propose to you, Jack Atkins, a 4-3-3.
1: I have gone primarily for a four-three-three. Hallelujah! Look at this; it's seamless
0: podcast and smooth like velveteen chocolate. Um, what's velveteen chocolate? Oh, what is vel? <laughs> is that Galaxy? Is that the most velveteen chocolate you can buy? Um, it is quite velvety actually, isn't it? Yeah. Can I just ask about your hat? Is it about Los yeah. Angeles or is it the Scouse La? What's,
1: what's happening, La? <laughs> you're the second person to ask for this. It, it is technically Scouse. It's uh, Lost Art, which is a local skate shop in Liverpool. Ah, we opened a new shop the other enough. day, and I was like, can I have a hat, please? So, can you do an hat. ollie? Um, I can do a very piss-poor ollie, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what many, many uh, Man United fans say about Solskjaer. Wait, I don't know I'm, that makes sense. Anyway, goalkeeper, I think there's a few... I tell you what, if we were sat here in five years' time, I reckon you're Alison. Could be in with a shot, but the fact we're sat here in 2023, I don't think the longevity is there. The names no. in my head are obviously Michael, or obviously perhaps maybe even De Gea from Manchester United. Someone who I think no one mentions but should get a mention is Edwin van der Sar, especially for his mm-hmm. time at Man United. He was sensational. I love watching Edwin van der Sar play football, but I, I'm of the opinion where you got to go for the history, you got to go for the longevity, you got to go for the guy everybody says just about, and that's Peter Schmeichel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, the names I had down, I've got, yeah, Schmeichel, but Petr Cech as well. He had such a um, drop-off at Arsenal, though, didn't he? Such a drop-off. He, he did, but in his pomp and at Chelsea pre, pre-accident pre and even post-accident for a bit, he was imperious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I agree with you and Alison, in a couple of years, I think we will be discussing it. But Schmeichel, just even in terms of that, the way he went about the game, the, he was... He was a larger-than-life character. He was box office calling Premier League. He was, but <laughs> I hate, hate, hated the man as a kid. But also, you know, begrudgingly loved him because he was superb, absolutely superb. Innovator, wasn't he,
0: with that style? Obviously, people mentioned the starfish sort of, like, spreading themselves. Kasper used to do that as well, didn't he? Um, So, yeah, innovative style. I love the way he would just bark at his defenders even when he was the one who was in the wrong. I like that about goalkeepers. They can do no wrong, even when they've just thrown the ball on their own there. It's still the defender's fault, obviously. (laughs)
1: The the, the worst for that was... um, Jens Lehmann was quite bad for that. Lehmann was bad for that, and... um, my mind's just gone completely blank as of course. Describe it
0: has. him. Let's have a game of guest the footballer. Jack Atkins can't
1: remember. Played for Liverpool. Spanish was really good for several years. Pepe Reina. Pepe Reina. <laughs> oh, my. I thought you were gonna say, oh, going to say Grabalow. They're good. Way back, a Br- uh, no, no, uh, no, no. Brad
0: Friedel, no. maybe for that season, but no, not
1: Pepe Reina. Once he's the Brad Friedel. <laughs> yours, we are. we had David James for there. No, um, Pepe Reina. Towards the end of his Liverpool career, every time a goal went in, it was his fault. And what he would do is he'd just clap and shout at his defence. And the goal just turns to him and say, what are you on about, mate? You've dropped off. <laughs> I'll try to forget Pepe Reina's name. How oh did you forget God. Pepe Reina's name? That's astonishing. Anyway, at least we're yeah. <laughs> on Peter <British> Schmeichel. <laughs> it's because I'm looking at a list of names and they're just all there at me. And just my head was going, Pepe, 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 Pepe. So... Pepe, no, not Pepe
0: Reina. Peter Schmeichel is our goalkeeper yes. and our greatest ever Premier League eleven. Right back, I'll let you go first on this one.
1: Mm. I've got three choices. Oh, the one who I've gone for technically probably isn't the best. I've gone for Gary Neville. My other choices, though. Uh, Pablo Zabaleta. yeah, I thought was incredible um, and Lee Dixon was a good old blood and thunder wasn't he Just the ham sandwich in. himself Lee Dixon <laughs> a lot of that classic Arsenal uh, team were ham sandwiches uh, I've got another <laughs> one who we'll mention in a bit as well but when you think back to them you're like oh, yeah they were quite they were class But
0: um... bread, butter ham, butter, bread Lee Dixon
1: no crusts
0: <laughs> no i'd say he's a crusty boy because <laughs> it makes <laughs> makes your hair curl doesn't it so of course he wants to have the, the curls on top of his head even though his hair was deathly straight i'm just rambling nonsense today but it's my birthday <laughs> what are you gonna do eh? what are you gonna
1: do But um, Gary Neville was the one that just stuck out and i was it was one of those where i was thinking there are better players and like i said i think Zabaleta is the better player but Like you were saying with Schmeichel, the longevity, the fact he was at the heart of so many different title-winning sides under Ferguson, I can be convinced of someone better, but he just seems the most obvious one. You know who I thought would have been there in a few years if
0: he stayed at Manchester City? It would have been Cancelo. I know Cancelo played left-back, but the way he plays the game. Trent as well, I guess, will throw in there, but I reckon he'll be a midfielder in a year or two's time. Um, But Gary Gary Neville... The the thing that gives it away for me is the fact that he was there for that long, and not once did Man United try and buy a replacement for him. You think of all the no. players they could have bought, especially in the late 90s when they were winning the treble. And oh, no. did he miss? He, he the final, didn't he? Gary Neville was it him? In, no, it was him and uh, sorry, skulls and Keane wasn't in the suits. Neville was playing. I can't remember that <laughs> far back. Hey, But anyway, um, they could have fought whoever they wanted to just about um, in world football, yeah. you would have thought, at the time, and they just didn't bother to replace him. Obviously, a lot more influence in the dressing room as well. I imagine that helps a lot for, uh, for Alex Ferguson. Um, but yeah, Gary Neville bombing on from right back. Great delivery of a ball. Tenacious in the tackle.
1: Yeah. He was the... It, uh, Just an arsehole through and through, wasn't (laughs) it? But you
0: gotta be an arsehole to get to the top, don't you? That's why we're sat here, Jack Agnes. Two nice guys at the very bottom.
1: Well, thanks for that, Ross. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna cry into Mim McDonald's teeth
0: tonight. So there we go. Schmeichel and Neville, this team of the Premier League era, has got off to a very predictable start. We now move over to the centre-halves. For me, it's an easy one. for better. Both of them just pick themselves. I know it's going to be one of those cases, but it's Ferdinand and Terry for me. I don't know if you disagree. Other names I'm thinking in the fold. Vidic, Company. Uh, Tony mm. Adams I'm going to throw in there as well. Uh, Peter Ramage uh, getting a mention as well for the greatest centre half of all time, uh, but Ferdinand and Terry. Ferdinand obviously the yeah you, know, you use words like Rolls Royce don't you? A wonderful mm. man, a wonderful uh, ball playing centre half. Obviously times a tackle lovely, makes the game look easy. Didn't have a patch of mud on his shorts ever did he? Uh, and John Terry was, was very much the opposite, trying to head the ball when it was on the floor, stuff like that. Just the, the dominating centre back in in Premier League in the Premier League era. Just the, the titles back it up as well. So Ferdinand and Terry is the partnership there. I think. It, it picks itself for me personally
1: for me I agreed with Ferdinand my first choice would have been Company. I adored Vincent Company as a player and again it wasn't even a begrudging one because obviously you know it wasn't quite the Liverpool Man City rivalry then because Liverpool went up there but just watching him he was just fantastic and I think the fact that he's a model professional or he seems to be anyway off the pitch as well whereas John Terry wasn't kind of knocks him down and <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was also contemplating Vidic, Tony Adams again. We were saying about, you know, ham sandwiches of players. Tony Adams is a steak and ale pie of a player. Um, <laughs> I was about to say heavy on the ale,
0: but that's that's a bit harsh, isn't it? I feel a bit bad <laughs> yeah, for saying maybe that. a bit. Yeah.
1: But he's, yeah. Um, Ferdinand's definitely, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll concede company for John Terry just because he was that Chelsea side. Yeah
0: yeah and also i guess i'm gonna throw ricardo calvario in there as well i don't know if that's just me being you know a, a, a little boy of my time but <laughs> calvario between 2004 and 2009 maybe good five-year stretch potentially yeah. of him just being up there i don't know when he left chelsea i'm gonna to get told he left chelsea in 2008 now um <laughs> but yeah i think in my mind company is the one who took over from john terry as that kind of center half in the premier league like the tippy top sort of just head anything uh put his ass yeah. his through a brick wall for you that sort of that sort of style of play uh, but I think just oh, Terry gets it via longevity over Company, just about you're probably saying. Yeah, I can I can accept that. Yeah. He's gonna accept it. Look at this. Getting on like a yeah. house on fire. Fantastic. Uh, left back, it's 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 yeah, 31, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Go on, then. It's Ashley Cole. It's yeah. Ashley Cole. He's the best a- left
0: back in the world for however many years it was. I know Roberto Carlos could kick a ball in a fancier way. But who could tackle Cristiano Ronaldo off the pitch? Let me tell you. Who could do it, eh? Mm. It was Ashley Cole.
1: Mm. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the only other name that jumped out was um, Dennis Irwin at Man United. Again, not really the most exciting player, but dependable. I think was he was he Ferguson? I don't think favorite is the best word, but he was. I think if you asked Fergie, I think he said like his most important signing in hindsight was Dennis Irwin, just because he played all along that back four, and they But primarily found himself in left back. But yeah, Ashley Cole. The call. I tell you what though, if you go to Roy Keane's house,
0: I reckon he's got a love shrine dedicated to Dennis Irwin. There was a video that's <laughs> there's a video that Sky Sports put up a few years ago where it was, was Vieira and uh, Vieira and Keane, sorry, obviously the two big centre midfield rivals from the Premier League era. You don't get that mm-hmm. anymore, D, which is a shame. But that's a, dis- a discussion for another day. Um, them picking yeah. their all-time, I think it was either. All time Premier League 11 or all time combined Arsenal, my United 11. And the way Roy Keane spoke about Dennis Irwin just multiple times, I think he could have played him in all 11 positions if he wanted to. It was <laughs> a really good watch. Do you think, I know Roy Keane's married, he's got children, he's got a lovely, wait, a collection of lovely dogs down the years. Um, but he, you don't think he's, <laughs> you look at Roy Keane, you don't think he's capable of love, do you? You, just, you, just, you can't see him send a Valentine's Day card or something like that. But the way he spoke about Dennis Irwin,
1: I was convinced that man has a, a heart made of flumps. And I bet Mick McCarthy's watching at home thinking, why didn't I get any of that <laughs> love and respect there? Why didn't I get any of that flumpy love?
0: But I, anyway, I, I completely agree. Ashley Cole is the only choice at left back for me. I'm trying to think of other choices who might be in with a shot. Patrice Evra at Man United. Mm. Um uh, Cancelo at left-back. I love Cancelo. Maybe I've got a shrine of Cancelo somewhere in here. The second time I mentioned <laughs> him in this video. Um, but yeah, anyone else at Manchester? Uh, well, Graham Lisso. Oh, yes. <laughs> Robbie Fowler's <laughs> best mate. Oh. Uh, Ashley Cole. Uh, so we've got a back five now sorted of Schmeichel, Gary Neville, Ferdinand, Terry and Ashley Cole. So we move on to our midfield three. How would you want to do this? Are you playing just a flat three? Are you got one holding, two more advanced, like the old Chelsea back in the day. What are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going, yeah, kind of one more holding, two more advanced, and I think this is where we're going to disagree the most. Oh, I what? think midfield's the most contentious, isn't it? Well, I can guess one of your picks. Oh yeah, of course.
0: Paul. Yeah, of course. Roy, Roy Keane, not it.
1: Yeah, Roy. Keane.
0: <laughs> Go on. Who's your midfield three? Who's your holding one?
1: Um, Patrick Vieira. Mm. Well, Just. Oh. <laughs> he's just. He was. He was incredible. I loved Patrick. I loved all these players that I'm talking about. Um, there was just something about the way he went about it. He was so assured in his game. He could be proper, horrible, blood and thunder tackles, or he could just make everything look elegant. So I'm, I've got Vieira in the Vieira position playing ahead of him of course Steven Gerrard accompanied and um, it took me a while to decide this I'm going Yaya Touré
0: oh! oh sorry for shouting everybody everyone <laughs> listeners hope that didn't come through the microphone too
1: loud uh, he's I know he did it for a few years but is a few years enough I was just thinking that that as a three of them in their pomp, a Vieira, Gerard and Yaya Torre, three, <laughs> playing in front of that defence, we've said. Um, yeah, it, Yaya thought it was exceptional, absolutely exceptional. Um, that When that Man City team started to proper kick on and realise that they could just bully everyone, and he was the heart of it, and, you know, didn't get his cake, and cried arse <laughs> a bit. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, if if I, I wrote down if we were playing a four four two, I would have had Frank Lampard in there probably just because he was a goal scoring machine. You'd yeah. have him as the tip of a kind of a diamond. But if we're going through and going, uh, yeah, Vieira, Gerrard, and yeah yeah what
0: about what about you it's on Lampard he he didn't make my team either but I think he's more of like a fa- a, a luxury player to have the way he would play the game just off the f- I know he didn't start just off the front man but he would end up just off the front man and I think if you're going to yeah. play a three in midfield he doesn't quite fit into that three if that makes any sense to anybody listen to this um but for me I'm going for a flat three Vieira's in there it's a no-brainer for Pat Vieira the second one's got to be Roy Keane. You don't win that yeah. many Premier Leagues as captain as well. And, yeah. you know, just drag the... T- we saw what he did in the 90s, and the early 90s. He fell out with Fergie and whatnot in 2005, and five, six, whatever year it was. But uh, I think he picks himself. And my third one is someone who... It's a recent one, so it feels a bit wrong to do, even though he's been there since 2016, I believe, which is going on eight years now, Jack Um De Bruyne. De Bruyne has been the best player this league has had how many years now? And I just think it's getting year on year on year and he's winning league on league on league. That Yes, he is a very recent one, but what he's contributed to not only Man City, but also the league as well, I think he's obviously, in, ter- in terms of, it feels harsh to say because Gerard literally dragged a team, but in terms of like, it's just his trophy cabinet, I guess, if we're going to put that in there. He's far superseded anything Gerard did. So my three would be Vieira, Keane and De Bruyne. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, i told you i told you we'd differ on this my inclusion for gerrard is not just the fact that obviously you know stephen gerrard is our captain stephen gerrard is a red um the best because obviously there was always the gerrard versus lampard argument and the best point i ever saw about that is if you put stephen gerrard in that chelsea team they probably win more if you put lampard in that liverpool team they win less
0: that's the I thing, Ger- because when you bring yeah. skulls into that as well, if you put skulls or Lampard in that Liverpool eleven, that Gerrard was largely playing Your 2004 or whatever year it would have been when you started getting good again, 2008, um, mm. they wouldn't have the same effect on that team that Gerrard did at all.
1: No, no. And uh, yeah, a complete box-to-box midfielder. He could do whatever was needed of him. Sometimes... I was going to say he was a selfish player, but that was just dependent on the quality around him. If there was poor quality around him, he'd just take the ball and be like, "This is my ball now." Is
0: this while he was biting um, the bullet and playing right midfield, though? Taking one for the team in the in the same breath.
1: Oh God, he he. You could tell when Steven Gerrard was furious. Um, I mean, mainly in Manchester United games when he'd come on and just snap someone in twenty seconds and get sent off. What was, was this, it, is there a story behind that sending off? Because it was unbelievable. Um, not that I've heard I think he was just probably angered that he wasn't starting yeah. I just thought right I'm going to put I'm going to put the studs into someone's shins um, so who, who have you got uh, De Bruyne and Vieira Ke- well Vieira's safe Vieira's in that. there
0: Vieira's in there yeah it's just a kick I guess we'll go we'll split the difference we'll have one of each so my two was Keenan and De Bruyne and your two was Gerard and I've forgotten now Yaya Toure. Yaya you can't you can't have Yaya surely you didn't do it for Yaya. long enough
1: I will accept that, but are we go? Are we going Gerard and Keane, or we going? I think Gerard and De Bruyne are in there. We'll go.
0: Oh, but I I think I picked Keane before I picked De Bruyne. De De Bruyne, yeah, De Bruyne was De Bruyne was one because obviously I I think I had Gerard in mind until I just sat back and thought De Bruyne's been here eight years now. Like, how long does he have Mm. to be winning league titles and being? Arguably, the standout player, obviously apart from Haaland getting all the goals last season, but by and large, the standout player in the team that wins all the leagues. So I was like, "Ah, oh, it's a flip of a coin." Key. I know they're obviously very different players, but one, we'll 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 go De Bruyne. We'll go De Bruyne. We'll do it. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go De Bruyne. Even though Roy Keane's unbelievable, we'll go a midfield three of Vieira, De Bruyne, and Gerrard. Yeah. That sounds nice, doesn't it? Oh, it does sound nice. This might win a few league titles, this team. Right. The front three, this is gonna be very hard again, because I assume we're gonna be playing players slightly out of position.
1: Yes. And I know for a fact we'll agree on one player because there's the first name that come out of your mouth when this team was being done, I imagine, is playing centre forward.
0: The center of centre forward, Is that the, the 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 leading Premier League goal scorer of
1: all time? Is that, uh, the guy, yes is, is. That,
0: is that the guy who lost three years of his career through disgusting knee injuries and ankle injuries?
1: And didn't look afraid to glass someone if they disagreed with him.
0: Is that the guy who a lot of people say can't play like your Roonies and your Agueros and whatnot, but did for Blackburn Rovers before he did his knee in for the first time? Is that the mm. guy who hauled Newcastle United up the league table for years on end, playing with worse players than Steven Gerrard play with? Stephen Givertch? Gerrard's never even heard of him. That's Alan Shearer. It's Alan Shearer. It's Alan Shearer. He's the centre of the centre forwards. How have you gone with the players either side? Have you just gone for striker, striker, or have you gone with, if we're using football manager lingo, AMR, AML?
1: <laughs> I've kind of gone striker, striker, but one of my picks, I think you're going to disagree with because he didn't do it for long enough. So I'm going alongside Shearer, I'm going. Thierry Henry and the most talented footballer I have ever seen in the flesh with my own two no, eyes. No, don't, don't, do, don't
0: do it. I've got oh, to, he I've said got Suarez. To. You can't be doing it.
1: I know. I know. When I, when I wrote my 4 4 2 formation, it was Shearer and Rooney I had just because of thought they would, you know, they can be flat track bullies when they want to and they bang them in. But again, I was thinking, as this, with this full team, with. On my paper, Gerard and Yaya Torre feeding off at honouring and Suarez. But Suarez, um, he joined, Suarez joined
0: Liverpool in 2011. It was it January 2011? January 2011. And yeah, he left August he 2014. He didn't do it long enough, but... You can't have him in there. All-time
1: ma- Premier he, League 11. He made me feel things, Ross. <laughs> he made me feel things. He's done things that I didn't think were possible on a football pitch. I am... Willing to let him go, because I know this is more my heart than my head speaking on this one, but I have to tell you that my front three were Shira Suarez and Henry. Shira, I can't disagree with. Henri was one of those that when he left for Barcelona, and this is going to sound really wanky, this is going to sound like, oh, your dad just wants all the English teams to do well in Europe. <laughs> but I felt that the league suffered when Henri went, because I just I really... Just Enjoyed watching him play. He was the poster boy for Nike at the time
0: for years, yeah, years. yeah, and yeah he was Mr. Nike, wasn't he? In those vapors up mm. oh, the vapors, up oh, the silver, <laughs> shiny vapors. Um, so yeah, I, Henri's in mine because how can he not yeah. be? I know he's, I've just got the all time uh going goal scoring charts up here. He's, he's seventh, is Henri below Lampard, which I find staggering.
1: Yeah, um, but again, longevity, Lampard surely had a good few seasons on, on Rui. I know different positions as well. but I know, but the, the final
0: one of the front three, I'm not picking you know AMR, AML, I'm just going three set of forwards here, three goal scorers, three players to put the ball in the back of the net. And the two I'm deciding between for my final spot is Rooney and Kane because Kane is currently only, four, I think it's 47 behind Shearer. And he's gonna he's gonna break it if he doesn't oh, hopefully get a knee injury or something so Shearer keeps the record, um, but it's it's either Rooney because Rooney's drop off was massive obviously when he was moving deeper and deeper down the pitch, but those years up until 2013, twenty thirteen twenty twelve thirteen I think was when the decline maybe started for him he was unbelievable I don't think people I know he started his career in one fashion like the street footballer type no he didn't he didn't play by the rules did he Jack and he just did what mm-hmm. he wanted to he did stuff he shouldn't be able to do on a professional football field but he did them anyway um, and then he sort of like you know became a bit more deep a bit more safe in his play a bit more less risky whatever way, way you want to call it um but Kane oh is it a case of Alison, like we were saying earlier on, if we're doing this team in three or four years' time, he'd be in with a shout. If we're doing this and if you know, if Kane breaks the record and then takes Shearer's place as the centre centre forward, is that what? Is that what? It is? Maybe it is. I'm gonna go Rooney. You know, I'm gonna go Rooney.
1: If- I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept Rooney as well because the thing with Kane is he doesn't, he doesn't spark joy in me when I watch him play. <laughs> That's
0: just because he's a boring man. <laughs> he
1: is a boring man. He's 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 a machine of a player, but. Like I said, with with Rooney going back to his Everton days and just watching him, what, was he 17 when he made his Everton debut? 16
0: 16 when he earned off the Denver bar against David Seaman.
1: Yeah, and just from then, it was just all systems go. Like you said, the drop-off. When he first started moving, when they started playing him as more of a kind of like bonus attacking midfielder, I really liked him in that role for United. But like you said, the decline was just off a cliff. It worked, to well, be fair he-
0: to him. It, it, when it just, the, the drop like, down, further down the pitch started, when it, I noticed it uh, when uh, Van Persie was at Man United and Rooney mm. did drop off. I remember that goal against Aston Villa where Rooney's just pinged it 70 yards or whatever and Van Ber- Van Persie's volleyed it in. I thought that was working, but then obviously Van Persie started declining as well and Rooney went even further mm. back and he was playing centre midfield by the end, wasn't he? It was, it was bizarre. Because um, yeah. you'd think the way he played the game, yes, he couldn't get around the pitch as much as he could do once upon a time, but that just sheer just taking the piss, I okay. guess. Yeah. Well, you would call it up the top of the pitch. You would you would assume you could do that. Lee Trundle did it all the time. Why couldn't Wayne Rooney? <laughs> <laughs> now there's a sentence for you. <laughs> the greatest player never to play in the Premier League is Lee Trundle <laughs> <laughs> or Brian Howard of Barnsley. Was it Brian Howard? Have I just made that up?
1: Whenever I think of Lee Trundle though, even though they're not like in any way linked, I always think of Steve Guppy. Because I just <laughs> whenever we used to I had a mate and then we used to play um, you know, just kicking around in the park and we just, you know, you shout names when you score and he'd always shout Lee Trundle. <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, he's like a young Steve Guppy on the ball that <laughs> <lad>. um, <laughs> Hey, Guppy was an out and out winger, wasn't he?
0: Trundle was just he was like, I don't even know, the Harlem Globe trotter of football. The Swansea globetrotter <laughs> up front for Swansea. Anyway,
1: um, yes. If, if 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 you get a full mail made for this of you know potential like the best of all time of Premier League players, can we just try and sneak Lee Trundle in there, <laughs> even though we didn't play in the Premier League? Can we just sneak him in there anyway? I need to
0: look at Lee Trundle's where his career actually went because this is this is if you haven't heard of Lee Trundle. Just type his name into YouTube and the stuff he used to do while turning out for teams such as Burskoth, <laughs> Chorley, Staybridge Celtic, Southport, Bamber Bridge, Rill, Wrexham, Swansea, Bristol City, Leeds United, Swansea City, Neath, Preston North End. Can I just say, by the way, at Burskoff he got five and ten. Acioli, 21 and 66. Staley, oh, is Staley Bridge Celtic. I've not got my glasses on. I can't see. Uh, 10 and 37. Southport, 8 and 38. Then we get the Bamber Bridge, 11 and 10. Rill, 15 and 18. Wrexham, 27 and 94. Swansea, where he made his name between 2003 and 2007. 78, 146 league games. It's a great of the game who should have reached a much higher level than he got to when he played for Lilletty Town. 16 to 18. 68 goals in 45 league games, for goodness sake. I've not read that the wrong way around. It's incredible. But this is a video about the all-time greatest Premier League eleven, So we're settling (laughs) on a front three of Shearer, Henri Rooney, is that right? Rooney,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, as soon as it came out of my mouth, as far as I was like, he's not having this, he's not having this, because it was, like I said, a pure heart pick.
0: You even, um, you even said at the start of the video, like, it's purely what they did in the Premier League, and the fact he was only here for three and a half years, that's the only thing that lets him down. Yeah. If he signed for Arsenal for £40 million and £1, pound, how did that get rejected, by the way? If that was Suarez's release clause, £40 million, and Arsenal bid £40 million and £1, pound, how did he get
1: rejected? I think we were just angered that they tried to take the piss. <laughs> <laughs> they play by
0: the rules. What more do you want?
1: Our owner, John Henry, even tweeted saying, what are they smoking over there at the Emirates? <laughs> so, um, I think Suarez's standing would have been different if we would have won the league that year. Because mm. obviously the stuff he was doing when he was in that um front two with Daniel Sturridge when they came first and second in the in the Golden Boot standings. Just the way that he could, especially if it was against Norwich, just absolutely put teams to the sword. Superb. But yeah, didn't do it for long enough. Um, and for that same reason, and that's why I ruled Gareth Bale out as well. Yeah, um, Cracking few seasons for Tottenham as much as I don't like Gareth Bale and I don't like Tottenham. One of those players I just never warm to. Why not? I don't know. Um, just something about him rubbed me the wrong way. I think part of it was the fact that he had his hair parted, but had a part and shaved into it, which didn't correspond with it. And I was just like, the man's an idiot. (laughs) Um, Because I I remember vividly, one of the things I do remember, uh, I was living in London in 2010 and I went to the the local Dallas fried chicken. Uh, I got myself a dirty little box of chicken and I sat there, watched Spurs versus uh, Inter. And when he just arrived, and I was just like, this is one of the most incredible displays I've ever seen. And then, yeah, for, for a few years, Tottenham had Liverpool's number. Um, and it, again, if he would have stayed, it, he probably would have found himself where Kane is now, where he's just like, I could stay here and probably break records and keep banging them in, but I'm probably not going to be in a sh- with a shout of winning something. So... I think if Bale would have stayed and kept those levels, he'd be in for a shot with this. But
0: God, imagine if they had Kane and Bale at the same time. And Modric. Oof. Oh, yeah. Ooh, uh, misses. Ooh. Back to uh, Elite mm. Trundle, though, by the way. He's just signed for a new God. team at the age of 45. Is he 45 or 46? He's 46, and he's just signed for Mumbles Rangers. Up oh, the Mumbles Rangers. Mumbles Rangers are a football team based in Mumbles, Swansea. It's a town called Mumbles. A town called Mumbles. Oh, yeah. Uh, they play in the Ardell SW, which is the third tier of the Welsh Football League system. He's 46, but he's just ended a stint at Ammanford. 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 Uh, he's got 29 and 63. He can still do it in his mid-40s. He scouts
1: as well, by the way. Yeah, oh, I-, that's, I think that's why he was always, you know, a hero of parks across Merseyside. Was <laughs> Lee Trundle? He also lived in, or moved in with
0: Atomic Kittens, Liz McLarnon, in the mid-noughties, but they split up a year oh. later. Oh, it's a shame, and yeah, he could have made a hole again. He could have <laughs> a, a ter- eternal flame. Um, yes. Uh, so, other, so, other players who just missed out for my team was Fabregas. I think was. One of the midfielders who could have gone in there. Uh, Aguero is a yeah. little bit of a mention, but you look at what the other players did in the in the, in the front three, and it, it doesn't quite compare. Um, any more players who just missed
1: out for you? Top of my head, I was Drogba was yeah sitting there when I was thinking about up front um, I didn't
0: realise how old he was when he went back to Chelsea it was something I saw on Instagram today. Mourinho was like he is one of my boys he is one of my boys is Didier and I was just like oh yeah let's have a look at his career stats in because that's what I do when I see a football I've not thought of for a while and he was like I mean, he's mid-30s when he went back in that 14-15 mm-hmm. season to win the league again I thought he was yeah. a little bit younger after his spell yeah. in China do you
1: remember that league? <laughs> oh god yeah but. uh that crumbled into dust, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, Drogway was in my thoughts. Um, Bear Camp. um Skulls. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: I'm trying to think, maybe a centre half, maybe we didn't pick or something like that. Sol Campbell. Oh, God. Sol Campbell!
1: Ambo. Ambo. Ambo.
0: Ambo. 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 that's how you say sol campbell if you're a cockney apparently but um yeah sol campbell definitely in there there's not many who are the other right back options is it just carl walker for longevity sakes now and the fact he's been one of the you know the best team for as long as he has been now
1: i think so yeah uh, i keep wanting to say no because of recency bias but it's it's not an exhaustive list, really, is it? Nah,
0: there isn't. But that I think we've nailed the team there. You know, I think we've yeah. picked. I,
1: I, I want to. I, I do want to give one shout out as well. As a shout out, good for my boy. Um, well, Robbie Fowler. I mean, didn't win much during his stint in Liverpool, but incredible. Why was his decline? Tell me why it happened. Well, he he he, he went didn't he? Um, did he go to? He went to Leeds first, didn't he? Yeah, and then, then he got ended up to the City. City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was because of the emergence of Owen more than anything. I don't know if the, the manager preferred him because we had Owen and then we brought in Emil Heskey, who for his first season at Liverpool was amazing. Um, I just think it was a case of just not being fancied as much anymore. How odd. Yeah. Because he was the man in the mid-90s, wasn't he? The man. I mean, the the man whose nickname in Liverpool is God. Like, so... Who is God now, though? That's the question. Is it Liz McClarnon of Atomic Kitten? It's Liz McClarnon of Atomic Kitten, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the time is hard. Oh, it's the tide is not it? Not the time. Oh, bollocks, Ross. Anyway, that's it for our Premier League All-Time eleven. Just to go Let's, through it all. What? Yeah,
1: go on. Go on. Uh, give, Sh- give us a run for
0: Schmeichel in goal. Number one, Peter Schmeichel. Hang no. on. No. Oh, that didn't work, did it? <laughs> number two Gary Neville number five Rio Ferdinand number six John Terry this isn't getting old already number three Ashley Cole number (laughs) four Patrick Vieira number six seven and eight uh, Roy Keane Ross was supposed to say Kevin De Bruyne here, but he didn't because he's a silly goose. Just to confirm, the midfield three in this wonderful Premier League eleven is Patrick Vieira, Kevin De Bruyne and Steven Gerrard, as you'll hear the other two said right now. Thank you. Oh, sugar. Number eight, Steven Gerrard. keen will have to get a different number, maybe 11. That feels a bit (laughs) wrong. Uh, Number nine and captain Alan Shearer. I don't know why I did the dum-dum there. Uh, for, um, then we have, obviously, Henri and also uh, the other one that I've forgotten. Wayne Rooney. Uh, Wayne Rooney.
1: <laughs> You're picking here. Shearer as captain in that squad. Oh, he
0: is. He's my captain. England captain, Newcastle captain. He's my captain. Who's your captain?
1: Out of that one, I mean, it, the captain of my heart is obviously Stephen Gerrard. In that lineup, I'm tempted to give it to John Terry or Roy Keane. Mm. I don't know why I made
0: such a nice thing
1: what were you going to say you are trying to cut me off before I started doing the 1 to 11s what do you want to say no I was just going to say make sure you I thought you were doing your sign off then I was like no go give yeah, the people the final 11 yes I did that yeah, uh, I you guess did I will sign off now shall we
0: Jargons as professional <laughs> podcasters um, I don't know if we'll get away with this on YouTube but it feels like the right thing to play uh, as we sign off on the podcast today it's not even there there it, Oh, is it there it's not recognising the noise can you hear it? I assume you yeah. can. Uh, we're going to get demonetised. We'll go down swinging. I've been Ross Twaddle, Josh by Sassy Jackins. Let us know what your Premier League 11s are down below. And we'll see you next week for another regular instalment of the Hold and Give Football Podcast.